Hello, governors. Welcome to We Are Live. Cheerio. Why, what's, what's the choice there? It's a bad accent. It's uh, off-putting. You continue to go to it. Well, you had such an impressive German accent yesterday. I wanted to try <laughs> something out myself. <laughs> Morning, everybody. It's We Are Live. We're live five days a week, and it's Friday which means it's time to party. It's Endgame Friday. Travis will be spoiling the uh, movie all show long, correct? I will not do that. You do not have to turn off the feed. I will not be spoiling Endgame. I am an idiot. I'm not an asshat. Okay. There's a difference. Uh, lots of fun today. We've got uh, some Devil's Advocate this day in Greitens history. Oh, boy. We're if not letting this go. If you haven't been following along, you're missing out on one hell of a show. Uh, it was a hell of a show we were on hand for a year ago where we watched the now former governor of Missouri just completely not only embarrass himself, his career, his years of hard work, building up uh, at a time a very strong reputation of being a leader, leader of men, only to turn around and embarrass your, your wife, your state, your party, your country, and only one individual has been able to capture that story. Fortunately, Chris, he's on our team. His name is Chris Gardner. And I believe he's going to appear on your screen. Is that my cue? Yeah, there it is. Okay. Travis I, makes choices sometimes. I thought so, but I wasn't sure. I was going to hold off, but I figured, you know what? Let's get the party started. Okay. Good, good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. And good yeah. morning. Yeah, okay, here it comes. And a happy weekend. Oh, wow. Walnuts. Nice. Oh, now I want to go to Six Flags. Someone was tweeting about Tom's Twister the other day. Mm. Oh, love Tom's Twister. Sounds like what the guy said to you when he was kissing you in Tucson. The Frenchman? Oh, yeah. He won a little Tom Twister. Best ride at Six Flags? Hmm. I won't. Here's what I won't ride. The swings. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Give me 10 minutes on why the swings are brought to us by the Anunnaki. No, not at all. Okay. It's just, <laughs> I don't trust guess, them. Though. Thank you. They kind of sit up on the them. hill some. Uh, uh, it, they it got should. their chains. Yeah. And then they elevate as they're on a hill mm -hmm. and go up. And just fling you out to the side. Yeah. I don't trust that. I'm not comfortable with it. I won't ride the swings. Underrated, the uh, Viking dragon ship. Kind of fun. Is that the one that used to be the pirate ship? It did. Yeah. And now it's the, it that, was the Joker. I had an issue with that one at one point in my yeah, life. Thinking, I did as well. Do you think I'm in 100 you on years one, they'll have the like hijacker oh. plane as a, yeah. as a ride? I mean, they're going to do so, yeah, Kind of the same thing, right? Yeah, <laughs> Pirates or Vikings? Like, yeah. I mean, really? It's... Like, let's, okay, let's look put, back on time. Let's put seven-year-olds on <laughs> hijacker planes yes. Six Flags. No, that would make okay. sense. Yeah. When you look Don't back on time. That's a real thing, yeah. man. Come on. But the, when it was the pirate ship, this is when I was a little a little younger, a little more svelte, I mm. guess. Mm. I was skinny. I was actually really skinny. Okay. And I was in the back of that ride, and they just... Yeah, they you were. They have those... Uh, 
Nice. The things that latch you in weren't like a seatbelt. It was just like the bar. The that bar sits. that sat across mm-hmm. your lap. Yeah, yeah, so yeah kind of that, go, that adds to it, though. Adds you would go back. And then you, you would, would slide, slide. And I was skinny. Uh-huh. And like it got to one point where my like hips came out over the oh thing. Dear. And all I could look at was all the you... cogs and the machinery mm. that was down below. And I'm like, I'm going to fall out of this damn oh, thing sweet mercy. and just get crushed. Yeah, that sounds mm-hmm. about right. I could not wait to get off that ride. That's fair. So I had an issue with that one, too. I had an issue with that one because I underestimated that ride because I had done all the roller coasters up until that point. So mm-hmm. the cousins and I were like, oh, we'll just get on this Joker ride. What's the big deal? It's a freaking boat going back and yeah. forth like a pendulum. No one cares. Oh, dear God, yeah. that thing gets pretty high. It gets very high. As high and, as you? Oh, I wouldn't go that far, Chris. <laughs> but yes, it, I completely can, can understand why you would. You're right. It way. is. It is. Um, I don't know if the word's underrated. It's not your traditional. It's deceiving. Yes, it's, deceiving. it's not your traditional ride at an amusement park. I'm saying for your for the line budget. Yeah. Your time budget. Yeah. The feeling you get. Yeah. Takes your stomach out a little bit. Yeah, it does. Just saying. That's a good call. And you don't know it when you're. Mm-hmm. If you haven't experienced it. Especially, go Ooh. on that after the ninja Ooh. beats the crap out of your the neck. The ninja beats the crap out of your neck. Mm-hmm. And I r- really wish they had. I mean, you People think, slight of height don't understand this. But, but at the age of like 11, ninja started being a no-go. Yeah, especially because I think, you know, we, we will go back and look at it. We will say, yes, football was responsible for, obviously, mm-hmm. CTE. Mm-hmm. That's probably like 88%. 12 percent's definitely coming from the ninja. the ninja yeah in the greater eureka area yeah no doubt mm-hmm. no doubt what's the uh what's the one that goes upside down that's a roller coaster is that mr freeze that goes up and then you drop the quarter in front of your eye and it's zero gravity and you're like whoa uh, just like mr. that mr freeze is, is pretty dope it's quick they should call it travis Terrell. Mm. but sure. fact of the matter is it is a very fun ride though yeah. That's oh, yeah. why they should call it Travis you made me, You made me miss Six Flags there for a second. Oh, no problem. Song. That's what I'm here Turkey for. Leg? Oh, They're yeah. okay. Turkey legs are overrated. I they are a little you. bit overrated. I'm with Garth. Better than waiting like. two hours for a McDonald's that you overpay for in, on, on the grounds. That's, that's very you got to bring your own lunch. That's also very You're true. one of those families? Uh, we used to be. Oh, that's man. Right. Hey, man. Hey, PB&J. Rich, like, rich boy oh. over here. Rich boy. Looking at, oh, my, my oh, mom made sure we got there the we, go. we got the best snacks at Six Flags. She, she bought the front of the line pass. You know, make sure her, her Denman boys. And you can only imagine. Can you imagine getting on a roller coaster with them, too? You saw the brother in here earlier I love, this week. I love You saw the brother in here earlier this week. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Those two. Oh, you want to, imagine them in front of you at the roller coaster. Imagine them on a horse together. <laughs> Those are the brakes. <laughs> breaking. <laughs> Imagine you get I on like, the Batman ride with those two. Oh, Batman I, ruled. I love when Rules? Chris gives you a little Jeff Fisher action when you're talking and you pause for a second and you hear Chris go. Just a little sniff. Just a little sniff. That's a, like, that was a Jeff Fisher move. Like when he was making a point or getting ready to make a point, mm-hmm. it was always. Is it because I'm annoyed or am I taking it in and. Uh... Can it be both? Okay, thank sure. you. I think yeah, it might be you. both. You think they're mutually exclusive. Yeah, it doesn't have to be one or the other. We do not. that too much in this world. No, we re- okay. you're correct. It's normally a combination of things. You, sir, walk and chew gum. Sometimes. You yeah. can do that. <laughs> you, you do that. Except the sound of chewing gum gets to it. Yes. Oh, like, ah! What am Stop I doing? The show. Y'all heard it? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard it? A lot of self-evaluation on the show this morning. It's good. Uh, biggest waste of time? 
at Six Flags? Huh. Remember those Looney Tunes cars? Yeah. Yeah. You really want to open it up and you can't even get going. Man, it d- the log plume. The log. Well, who is that? Plume. <laughs> that Damn the- it. Thunder River was worse. No, log plume, at least you get a little little action going down. No, the that's the Thunder, Thunder River, River is where you Thunder get the River, action. <laughs> Thunder River, you just get stuck under a waterfall. And, oh, <laughs> but you always, you always wondered, hey, am I going to get the waterfall seat on this ride? Yeah, right? And then it's like, oh, that was fun. And now I have to walk around for seven more hours and I'm chafed. When they had the Olympic, tr- was it the Olympic trials, I guess? Yeah, they, they had did. It. They had they, the, they did uh, the, whatever, the one with the, the kayaking, kayaks. Yeah. yeah. On uh, Thunder River. Yeah. That's, to me, that's still weird. That yeah, is we weird. Used, we used Thunder River to, you know, al- to decide who would be Olympians, possibly. Thunder River. Chris is correct. He's absolutely right. It is. I love Thunder it, River. I love it, but it is absolutely yeah, stupid. Yeah, but then if, you, if there's even any sort of, any kind of malfunction, you just get ground up in a bunch of gears that are in the water. You ever look down in there? That ain't, that ain't a river. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the underground you're the matrix. Top, you're, li- you're on top of a factory, basically. <laughs> assembly line underneath you, just waiting to grind you up. What was that? Whatever. Can, can they drain it and just show us what it looks like? No. I don't want to see that. Yeah, I don't want to see the insides of that. That's kind of scary. How many children's stuffed animals are worked in it? That would be stuff of horror movies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's probably wise never to look inside there. We have listener comments on the thoughts. Some people leave to eat their packed lunch, and some people bust out washer boards and tailgate in the parking lot until security tells them that's not allowed. <laughs> the black sheep. Oh, boy. You guys ever do the, uh, what was it, the summer pass? Yeah. And you go, all I have to do is come one more time, and it pays for itself. <laughs> I never did and the then, summer pass. And then done the summer pass. you don't. Then you don't come back. You don't, yeah. You're yep. a rich boy, man. You live that life. You live that. The rest of us had to go around the neighborhood collecting oh, 75 cans, <laughs> so we can get at least 15 percent right. off mm-hmm. on two tickets. Okay, sure. So look, mm-hmm. rich boy, mm-hmm. rocking around. We're gonna summer right. pass, hey guys. Right. We're gonna go ahead and hop on the train tracks. And How many times? Like stand by me and just walk to Eureka. <laughs> and as a. Why did I have a speech impediment? Eureka. <laughs> What? How many? Tell me this. How many times did my parents busting their ass um, and then um, money donated to that send you to Six Flags? I'm just curious. Like, oh. how many boys and girls trips did we fund as donators to that? I just want to know. I mean, First can I get we, a thank? Can I get a thank you? The that, that, food, that was that's just like a, a that's just like white privilege. Can that, I get a thank that you? ain't your money. That's your mama money. <laughs> Oh, prayer. I said we, my parents. We, we have prayer. We, are you happy we, we donated? Yo, mama may have donated, and that's because she's a sweet woman. But that's beside the point. You had a summer pass. Gardner was white. I, he didn't have a I summer per- pass. I personally bought one. It's just because we never got the summer pass because we were only going to go there once or something. We, right. were we, knew, we, yeah. we knew that as a family. No Look, doubt. this is my dad. We knew it was one we, time. It was not going to work with my mm-hmm. father. I'm with you there, Gardner. Preach. My dad, I tried to ask him to buy me fireworks before. Mm. And he'd go, oh. Oh yeah, sure. Why don't Why don't I buy you fireworks? Or, or I get, could just take this twenty dollar bill and light it on fire. Right. It's the same thing. Yeah, basically. there you go. You're not getting a summer pass with William Leon Gardner around. You're Billy right, Leon. Hey, hey, my mother, same way. She would, and she would catalog it. She was like, "So you want me to leave work early? That means I won't be able to get you no clothes for the upcoming school year. Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna have to get on a bus, ride out." 
from the city to Eureka, that's going to be two hours. And then we got to get in line. Then I got to spend X dollars. And then you're going to want something to eat, don't you? And you want something to drink, don't you? Then you're probably going to want an outfit when you go out to Six Flags, Ooh, yeah. won't you? Oh, wow, yeah. And then you probably want to play a couple games, don't you? And then we got to get back two hours on a bus to get back to the city. Not my, not, my, uh, not my weekends. <laughs> I understand. Not my weekends. I understand, Travis. So sorry, rich boy. So if I feel a certain way about it. Oh, got a summer pass. Look at me. I'm is there anything more white privilege, Travis, than the Six Flags summer pass? That is that bad. I don't know. Did, did, did dad drop you off? Let me guess. What? Dad dropped you off and like you and your brother. Go have fun Wait, by yourself. No, no, no supervision? No. no supervision. You know, that's what? Uh, no, that you had supervision? That was, yeah. Who, who was your supervision? Was my it like parents. the neighbor who had a, had a crack habit? In Farmington, and he Do you was think like, "That was a thing." I, I, you lived out on a farm. Everybody was a friend and family. What? Hey, what's happening, Otis? You live no Otis. Travis. Rural, it's meth habit. Sorry. Urban, it's my crack bad. habit. My I get okay. my drugs. Come gotcha. On, well, this has gotten confusing in a hurry. We've got fair or foul today. Mm-hmm. We have ten dollars to buzz as Hawaiian Grill to give away. Uh, the JVL Jackal just picked up his ten dollars to buzz as Hawaiian Grill. And, oh yeah, uh, he said it was. Interesting to uh, hear Travis scream the We Are Live thing from the room over. Welcome to Midcoast Media. <laughs> My apologies. So, so there is that. Uh, lots to get to today. I mentioned fair or foul. Gardner, um, it looks as though you're plagiarizing in your fair or fouls now. What do you got? Well, I don't know if I'm plagiarizing. I'd say it's plagiarizing. This... I don't see any credits to it. Um, there are credits to it. Okay, go ahead. This was suggested by Travis after seeing a tweet from Angela Smith yesterday. Okay, I'm familiar with her. She just uh, featured for Ryan Singer this week for us. On the tweet that I sent out with the Farrah file, I did say inspired by an Angela Smith tweet. Inspired by or directly copied and pasted? Mm. Well, I think just just getting creative with words. Yeah, you're just being cute. Maybe you could be a little more original. I don't know. I don't know if it's... Well, there is that. Because it, it, technically, I just rephrased it. Oh, a rephrasing, Mr. Yeah. Trump. Okay, yeah. got it. Okay. Well, I said would when I should have said wouldn't. <laughs> is that how it. that works? Got it. Okay, so it is uh, being required to list at least one X as a reference on every job application. It's pretty funny. It, would you, do you get to choose the X in, in our scenario? I mean, scenario. go for it. I frankly, I mean, I think, I think you're so. you're rolling the dice with anyone, aren't you? Are you? You're not mm, friends with some, any of your exes, are you? Yeah, I don't. I'm fine. I don't care. Sure. So, but I'm, I'd, I'd but say I'm, hello to any of my exes. Yeah, but would you put them as a reference for you? Well, you have to if it's required. Well, I'm saying is, but do you? It, would it matter which ex it is? You think you'll yeah. get a glowing yes. recommendation yes. from all your exes? Yeah. Oh no, 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 <laughs> no, no. That's why there's oh, okay. a. That's why there's a thing. Yeah. Okay. See, that's why I think you got to go with whoever you had like a breezy summer fling with that you that you kind of you called it dating or whatever but you both knew it was ending because somebody was moving that way you didn't hate each other or any mm-hmm. there's nothing too much that's what i would recommend that'd be a good move mm-hmm. i i ended a relationship i not me personally we it was a mutual thing when a girl all, was oh, sure it was moving sure to japan was. oh nice so i was like yeah this ain't gonna work right i ain't coming to japan but do you think she'll give you a glowing reference if you're applying for a job? Yeah. Because okay. you kept it short enough. 
Yeah, I mean, it was you a, didn't stay alive, alive, alive enough to alive long enough to become the villain. It was a couple years. I think it it a cannot lot. it cannot be amicable. It can't like if we're talking about references, <laughs> I'm talking about it cannot be from amicable relationships, amicable endings uh-huh. to relationships. So that's where it should get a little bit more confrontational. You well, should then be you from just go with whether the, you broke up with her or she broke up with you. That's where you get your references from those axes, not the axes where you're like, I'm moving to another country or, hey, I'm in college and you are a bartender. Well, then the, (laughs) I don't know. Well, then the strategy is obviously pick the best looking one because that makes you look cool to the employer no matter what they say. Well, if you've got a, if you've got an ace up your sleeve, but she might be nutty. Yeah. You played a vanity. I like that play. That's Mm -hmm. That's not a bad play. Going for a sales role? You're like, you talked her into dating you? Yeah, that's a good point. He's that's point like, uh, was it Lane Kiffin? Yeah, Lane Kiffin. He judges assistant coaches. He determines on how strong they work. They th- yeah, he, if he you've says got some Wolf of Wall Street type hiring you. Yeah, I mean, it's Lane Kiffin. So if the, how else would a douche nugget like Lane Kiffin go about and picking mm-hmm. his coaching staff yeah. by determining how hot their, their, their wives or girlfriends are? Now, if it's a more modest thing, you take the Curb Your Enthusiasm approach. Maybe you go with one of your uh, friends that were not so uh, vanity-stricken. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If, you, if it's a modest position you're going for, go with someone this that's, is interesting. that's respectful. Now we've jumped into a really deep dive because now mm-hmm. I want to know, Have do you... <laughs> no, because... <laughs> are, pretty shallow. Do you, do you question... Yeah, do you three, look at your friends... three feet of water, Travis. All right, but do you question your friends, or do you look at them differently based on the looks of the person that they're dating? So, it's so a, you it, could it have a really cool, you have a friend that you love and trust and that you get along with, you've known each other since you were kids, and you look up one day and she brings Wanda from and live in color to the house. She uh-huh. does? Or he does, mm. and or, he's, or she, mm. and you're like, oh, okay. You, we've all had a friend who dated someone where you're just like, oh, hey, it was a bless your heart situation. So I think it's... <laughs> the intern like that one. Uh, so, but it is. It is, a, is it not like you've had friends who've yeah. had a bless your heart situation. That's, do you look at them differently at that moment? Heart. It's like, God, you're a better man than I. So yes, do you look at them differently because of I that? I think they're better for that much. But then you also... Uh, but I don't they, wait, what? I, don't, I think, see, here's the problem. Uh-oh. Because you get into this, if you go, if you go strictly vanity, so I hear... Uh-oh. <laughs> And you don't focus on the uh, getting along part or the uh, is this the right fit sure. for your personality sure. because you have someone who's stereotypically hot. It ends in flames, and it's not a good uh, it's not a good fit. And then after like your seventh one of those, where everybody's like, "Oh, here you go, bringing in Hottie McCod again," it, it people get tired of it. They do. It's like uh, it's like fight. This stories. is a reverse humble brag. I've never seen this done before. He's really? essentially saying that. Because he's dated uber hot girls, that it must have been a problem oh, I mean, for everybody I mean, else. You, I mean, that's a good, wanna, that's well played. You want to throw that at me? I mean, yeah, that, I mean damn, Chris. What are you that, gonna do? I, that was pretty good. Like a, that was nice. I was like a little sneak dunk. Well, you didn't think I was. I didn't think you was gonna get up, listen. but you come up with the tomahawk. I like that. He basically said, "It was great. my friends could not handle how incredibly hot the girls that I were dating." So I understand. If they were to date someone ugly because they have a strong personality. That's what you just said. And that is 
a date hell of a date jitsu is what I you did. <laughs> I yeah. remember that was pretty good. It is. I, See, I, I, I had you looking over <laughs> you here. You did, and then and you, you didn't know I had your uh -uh. ankle, did nope, you? Nope. I got, oh, oh, he's gonna hit me. He's gonna hit me. Oh, he's got the ankle, that and it's all over, and he just took your leg off. Ball game. Ball game. Chris Demet. I heard like Steph Curry back in the day. Steph Curry. Boy, that boy had a hot hand. He was out in these streets. I was like, damn. Had? Damn. Had? He's no, I'm, currently. I, you currently, yes. What, how, I, don't, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> yes. I'm trying to, we all have gone, what? I don't get it. What? Yeah. I don't look at friends differently, though, because you don't know. Because you don't have any. Uh, the ones I do have, <laughs> you don't know what lies behind that door. No. You don't Beneath. know. Yeah. yeah. No, no. That's the thing. There are that's things. The thing. You and have I, to recognize your ignorance with situations and realize, okay. hey, I don't know the whole story here. And I, and yes, I probably one won't. Yes, one million percent. And I, one and, million percent. But I've had friends where even if they, according to Plus, my I preferences. I've enough of my own problems. I can't worry about I think it's an age very true. figuring that out. It is. Once you kind of realize what's going on, you're like, maybe a little humbleness uh, mm -hmm. here and there. Or... Sit back and just kind of let things play out. Yeah. Or you too, but to Chris. Are you happy? Okay. And, yeah. that, and, that, and I think yep. essentially that's what Chris was talking about. I think if your friend is with someone that they get along with, that they enjoy talking to, and they have fun with their, with their partner, I don't, I don't think most guys or girls or however your friend is. As long as it doesn't of, ruin my mood, exactly. then I'm fine. Exactly. I think that's Yeah, fine. I don't care. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. All right. I just wanted to check. Okay. I judge. I do judge people. Like yeah, because you're into like brands and and specifically vanity. No, because I I I do. I, do, I, do, ass. I, I will say and to Chris's date, point. date a girl that's uh, a stereotypical whatever, and she looks a certain way or wears a certain stuff. Whether you like it or not, if you're in a part, point in your life where you're going out to a lot of bars, hanging out, partying together, you're going to attract a certain type of person who's going to say things. And then if you're not okay with dudes saying things and being morons you're gonna get into a lot of altercations those things happen like Boy. it's all all crazy stuff that happens they, they no, no, no. Date, no 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 they crazy, also date hot girls who go seeking that attention correct and then you realize and then you start wondering like yeah, why what am i doing here exactly. where do i fit into this other exactly. than i'm in the 17th street fight in the right. last month over right. some moron in a bar yeah mm -hmm. yeah i completely agree with so that. i hear uh, fair or foul today, being required to list at least one X is a reference on every job application courtesy of Angela Smith on Twitter. She's a comic. She's very funny. We love working with her. Thank you for the blatant stealing of your tweet. I said it. I, or as Gardner I, I, calls inspiration. I'll, I'll take complete. That's crediting. I'm about, <laughs> accrediting. I'm about to say, I'll, I've done this for a while now. No, I know no, how no, 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 okay. Wall at weareliveradio.com is how you do that today. We'll also be joined by Josh Eaker. In the 9 o'clock hour, he is the front man for Brotherly and the Leather Jackals. He's part of the Midcoast family here. We're excited to uh, chat yeah, with Josh. I'm very happy to have Josh on. You Josh. saw him on uh, 420, bro. I did. I checked him out at, I'm going to screw up. The, CBGB. There we go. <laughs> that was difficult. No, you guys. I mean, you you guys. Yeah, you saw you me. Guys. You, no, I'm saying you saw where I was going and how I was going to uh -huh. struggle with that. So thank you, Chris Demon, you're, for you're, helping me with those four letters. You're, uh, you're, a, little, you're a little behind today. Your eyes aren't uh, quite as open. You're not. Uh, you're you're bushy-tailed. You're not bright-eyed. What's going on? I have an idea of what it is. Garner, do we have any video uh, or graphic evidence of what uh, I think is keeping our our boy down this morning? Oh, there it is. Oh, Travis posted his uh, movie time. 
It's for Avengers Endgame. Came out yesterday. Three hours, one minute. That's important because Travis had an 8.45 p.m. <laughs> ticket. In downtown St. Louis, which is approximately 37 minutes from his home, and means that you didn't get out of that theater till damn near midnight. It got out of right at midnight. If I catch Travis's tweets and I see he was tweeting after 11 p.m., I, I get a little wishy-washy on if he's coming in in the morning. It, uh, in fact, I think if folks aren't doing anything today like going to work, uh, you can actually go to a movie theater right now. Actually, they've had showings for Endgame uh, starting as early as 3.45 today. A.M.? A.M. Wow. Uh, for folks to go check out the final chapter in the, uh, in the Marvel saga. I mean, they have like nine more movies no, planned gonna already. Like 25 new movies are going to be launched in the next four years. But I did. I, I and a friend checked out Marvel's uh, Avengers Endgame, and it was, it, was, um, it was the closest thing to the perfect movie. If it were um, Marvel did it, they created the perfect movie from Black to the Future on Twitter. 11.47 p.m. Oh. It was So a, that's, were you more excited for the end of the movie or the tweet you were going to tweet at the end of the movie? I didn't know I was going to tweet at the end <laughs> because I didn't know how that movie was going to end. I will say... No spoilers, I, by no the spoilers. way. We're not saying anything. All I'm saying is that it is a beautiful love letter to Marvel fans. It really is. I think it, it, was, desi- it was designed Careful. to uh, show love and respect to the fans that have supported Marvel over these last 22 plus movies, over the last 10 plus years. Like this, is, this was for the fans. So I don't know if anybody, I don't know if anybody who's not familiar with the series would love it as much as those who've watched it over the last 10 years, but it was a really cool salute to the fans, the millions that have supported all of these characters over a decade. And it was a cool theater experience. It was a lot of fun. And I would imagine most of you will go out at some point over the next few days to check it out. Uh, if you're on the fence for whatever reason, um, I could not highly recommend a better movie. So, I, I, well, what adjectives would you use to describe it? How many booties? Uh, man, this this wouldn't even be able to fit on the booty scale. Okay. This oh, exceeds. Wow. Uh, this we would have to create talk a new with scale. We would have to talk with NASA in creating a new booty scale on how we measure booties in order for us to justify the greatness that was this movie. So, if you're like giving like movie blurbs for it, mm-hmm. like you know when they do oh, the promos. Uh, on television. All right, give me a couple if you could. Mind blowing. Okay. Uh, breathtaking. Okay. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Thrill ride of the century. Century of the century. Wow. This was it's like your twenty-first birthday in Wakanda, like that kind of thing. Man, it is just remember. Remember your first for real birthday party, like mm. where you actually had your friends over. Oh man! You had the super soakers in the backyard. For my brother would be the time we had a chimpanzee show up at the house. Okay, <laughs> rich boy. I think about that. I'm like, good thing that thing didn't rip anyone's face off. But I just think about the happiest time of your childhood. Think about the happiest moments of your childhood. Black uh, Black Sheep wants to know. Well, I still like if I didn't see Suicide Squad. I've seen all the Batman's. Oh, shut up, Black Sheep. I also, told... Sam, Sam Lyons wants us to do the rest of the show, just a close-up of Trav. Just a close-up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that all right? Uh, we can see how if that we do works. that, 
<laughs> oh man, what's what you sniffing over there? If you guys are uh, listening at home, Travis is making eyes and biting lips you at got the that camera. Matte and finish again today. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I I had fun. I was. That was good, man. That was good. Sh- that was good stuff. What were you gonna say there? I was. Gonna, I was. I was gonna lose. I was. I didn't want to go PG thirteen so okay. early in the morning. But how man, marvel was, of you! Um, but it was. It was a fun movie. And uh, it does w- it does it adjust the landscape of other movies? It does not drastically. That's a really good, very general question. That no, that it does not drastically. But uh, it wasn't designed to be a table setter. But it does give their more popular franchises room to start their next chapters. What about for other movies outside the genre? Like is it is it that powerful? As far as like it it's it is above and beyond the best superhero movie ever made. There's no doubt about that. Um as far as like action adventure, it has to go up there with the top five action adventure films of all time. It's a movie that now it isn't just CGI and battles. It is a brilliantly told story that finds a way to connect every movie you've seen up until this point. And they do it in such a way that it isn't, you know, just hammed together. It isn't like they just glued it together just to do it. They had a seamless transition between all the films and a nice tie in with the final chapter. Just before she left for work this morning, I said to her, do you want to see Avengers Endgame? And she's like, yeah, I would like to see that. I go, okay. I go, if you want to go see it, I'll go see it with you. Nice. She wow. said, oh, okay. She's like, Are you, you're going to have to watch some of the other movies first. Oh, I go, I go I'm not going to do that because this one's three hours long. I'm not going to watch other movies to go watch a three-hour movie. I'll talk to Travis and find out what I need to know beforehand. <laughs> And just kind of piece together some stuff and then at least be able to kind of follow along. I, I, and here's the thing. You, you see the runtime, and I completely understand where you're coming from. Don't get me wrong. But that movie, you didn't realize. You didn't feel the three hours. And you could even argue, and no one's going to complain about the three hours, but you can even argue you could have added another 10 minutes, another 15 minutes, if you really wanted to. It was such a well-told story and when you have so many characters and previous storylines all having to connect, you understand the runtime. I don't think you necessarily have to watch all of them to watch this one, but I think you would have a better appreciation for the film mm-hmm. if you had. Because again, like Infinity War, there, was, there are no backstories. You just have to have known where these characters were and what they had gone through to kind of understand some emotional moments throughout the film. But it is. It is. But a, I don't necessarily need to know all that. For no, me. no, it's, that's fine. I'm going for someone. Yeah, and go and go for someone else, and then go for like I said, the theater experience. I like need I said, to make the, it. Can I make it through the three hours? Yes. A little background. Yes. Not a ton, but a little background to go enjoy a movie. You and here and here's another thing that I found very that made this Marvel edition strong as any of them. The acting is phenomenal, and and, and you actually they allow. Because there are some real actors in this movie. I know they're in costume garb and these crazy over-the-top superhero stories. But there are some hardcore actors. Robert Downey Jr. is an actor. 
And so he has a he has moments in this film where he can truly showcase his acting chops. Acting. So everyone has that opportunity in this film, and I think that was that's good. But that was the best part about it because they because you finally got a chance to see when you strip down all the CGI and Go the green on. screens, you finally get to see how good these guys are at their jobs, and they are brilliant actors. And so I enjoyed that part of it as well. I'm disappointed I didn't hear you say a phrase to describe the movie. Mm. I thought you would use it. Oh, boy. Chris, if you could, to your right, taped uh -oh. under the table. Oh, wow. It's like right Oprah. around there. Oh, boy. Uh, there's an envelope. Oh, wow. What is this? What is this? There was a phrase. It's taped envelope. <laughs> could you open the envelope, please? Wait, this is going to another level of production. Uh, okay. There is I'm a... Opening did you envelope. know this was there? I really didn't. A folded post-it note. Oh, my. That I wrote something on before the show. A post-it note. You know when he uses a post-it note, things get serious. serious. So I'm disappointed that this didn't happen. Okay. What was the phrase? So it says... I don't know. I don't know if we can get Travis we'll close up. Travis will call Avengers Endgame Game Changer. Game I did changer. not. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that because I think Infinity War was the game changer. Oh, okay. I see. Oh, wow. I think if I would have had more knowledge, yeah, I would have been better. Infinity at this. War was the game changer uh, for several <laughs> reasons. Now, can I at least give how away the how theatrical? Can I at least give away the ending to <laughs> Infinity War? Oh, I mean, yeah, people. It's been a year. That. All right, so Infinity War did something that I don't think we have ever seen on screen with a lot of superheroes, and that's... Kill Black Panther? Kill main yeah. characters. We hadn't seen that. <laughs> like, we've seen them in peril. Sounds we, like when he dies. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. But it is... Oh, man. Gosh, you bring up Black Panther. There's a Black Panther moment. Oh, my God. It Are you going to be okay? It is... Oh, God. I was doing fine. I was keeping it all in the control. Now my emotions are coming back. It was, ah, there is so much emotion in this movie. Did Black Panther pull up to uh, Captain America? It was. Cars it, next to each other. It, it and was. Black Panther drove I, off to heaven. It was, there was no Paul Walker. <laughs> um, <laughs> there are some, and there are some fun cameos. You still get your uh, Stan Lee cameo. Another poetic, and that is his final cameo. You think? At least that's yeah. what we're, we've been you told. Think. Right. But um, I, if I that is his final cameo, it is a brilliant send-off. It, it was just so, like I said, it was a love letter to fans. And you can tell they listen to their fans. They've heard what they've had to say, whether it's online blogs or they've, you know, people who've done the podcast about Marvel films. They... They are fans of the fans, and I thought that was cool. And mm -hmm. you don't see a lot of movies or studios willing to do that, um, but you can tell it was a nice tip of the cap. I mean, you got to think about what Infinity War did in theaters last summer. Like, it just absolutely did. And again, we game said this. Changer. It, it was a game changer. But we said this a couple of days ago, how Marvel had no idea that this was going to be the plan. Like, there will be people, I'm sure, that are around parts of you know the back lots at Disney who will say, oh, actually, I saw this 12 years ago. No. They've simultaneously done the biggest thing in uh, entertainment film and also scared the bejesus out of anyone for taking any sort of creative 
license or risk at a high level because they've created the perfect algorithm or whatever it is I or think no, plan. I because now you don't even see it, man. Look, like it, everything is extremely formatted with how much money's on the line now. And while what they've done is amazing, like you're not going to see. That's why TV and Netflix and everything's so. But good I think now that's what they can't did. get movies made. But I think that's what Marvel realized along the way is that they wanted to create a serialized movie, so where they can have different episodes or different movies that ultimately lead up to one grand finale. And I don't think they're necessarily. I don't think there's a, necessarily a formula, but they found what truly worked and they exposed that. They basically said, oh, okay, this is what audiences really mm -hmm. like in their films. All right, so let's give them more of that. I don't think you see a ton of studios doing that. I think you can look to DC. You can look at what They're they've trying. done. You look at Warner Brothers and you can see how, no, it's not just take, uh, just, a, just come up with a algorithm and fans will come out for it. You, Fans want story, they want to be invested, and Marvel, for a major studio to take the time to do that, I don't, I don't, we've never seen that in the industry. I don't think we've just ever seen that ever. So it's, I think the closest we've seen it is, of course, Star Wars. So I think if you want to compare it to anything, that, and this is what Star Wars was to my uh, parents' generation. This is what Endgame is for ours. Oh. For me, oh. that's National Treasure, but okay. That's weird. That's so weird. Well, Avatar's about to come uh, mm. jumping back into your uh, life. You're excited about that. I, I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I'll watch it. I mean, I guess. I mean, if it's on Netflix, uh -huh. I'll probably go see it. But Avatar. Last of the Mohicans, uh -huh. Fern Gully, or Avatar? Which someone made it. Someone made a very interesting point the other day. Is It's crazy how much money Avatar made and not one person can recite a quote from that film. Never saw it. Someone made the point, like, have you ever known a movie? Uh, it's the highest grossing film of all time. No, you and can no quote one it. can you, really... You know the thing where it's like... Uh, you know the thing that... Me, uh, -huh. uh, connect me. Uh, yeah. It has yeah, blue exactly. people where they in do it. it. Is that right? Avatar? Yeah. Is that Avatar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it a different planet or something? Or what yeah. is it? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very confusing. Look at the cast. You know how forgettable. Think about that. the cast in that movie. That is a forgettable cast. Not no disrespect to those amazing actors, but in the grand scheme you remember of being Sigourney Weaver being in it more than anyone, she was a very Sigourney small part. Weaver. Yeah, whatever. And Sa it. Sam Worthington, I think, was the lead. Who? Exactly. Exactly. You haven't seen Sam yeah. Worthington in anything. There have been like 900 superhero movies. He's always Saldana. Or Worthington's candy? Is that candy? I don't know. Is it Sam Worthington? I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. That's how forgettable it is? That's how forgettable the movie was. It was more about the effects. We remember some of the effects, but like we've seen things on screen that have been 10 times better since. Mm. I don't know. Have we? I think we have. Green Book? Oh, sweet Lord. <laughs> But yeah, man, that was Avatar. I don't know. And then if you're gonna if you're gonna build off that kind of success, again, highest grossing film of all time. This is where your vanity's kicking in. You Travis. gotta you gotta release you're another. Judging everything by money. Avatar. Bill Beck's asking if I got an OTPHJ during that movie. It's not over the. No. Oh no. It's not a. Mm, what is that? Mm. Oh. Mm, yeah. Got it. No, yep. that's not a. It's yeah. not a thing. That was troubling. <clears throat> Sam Worthington, who so is yeah, Zoe Saldana, yes? she's still in, she was in it. She's the only star left. 
the mean Everyone guy, else is the not mean, in there. The, the dude with the, who's taking HGH in his 50s, he's all jacked. Well, how do you don't remember, I don't even remember you know the name of his character. About? He got a dinosaur movie on like Fox for like half a season. I'll but do you remember that. the name of the character or even mean, the actor? Mean guy. Exactly. Yeah. How? How do we let Avatar happen? You're about to, they're going to probably you, set records with the next one. Why are you mad at Avatar when mad. you should just be glowing from enjoying a movie Because if James Cameron had night. taken the time to actually do Terminator, we wouldn't be in this situation. <laughs> he is returning for Terminator, so that is good. Okay. Sorry. I'm curious. Okay. Do you want to see the new Avatar when it drops? Um, exactly. I won't watch it like I did the first one. <laughs> that was kind of funny how that went down. But um, I'll watch it. Yeah, why not? I guess. You think if I went back and watched it, I'd think it was terrible? I've, I've never wanted to rewatch Avatar. I, Tankle I, 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 says you know exactly what those letters mean. Yeah. Because yeah. you give them for... Okay. No, I've never wanted to. Like if, like we, I, was that directed to me? Probably. Hey, what, like Avatar is just one of those... Like if it comes on cable television, you're not stopping to watch that. And again, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to James Cameron. I'm just saying... That movie is oddly forgettable for how popular it was. Well, you did just yell at him, so you were kind of disrespectful. That was a little bit disrespectful. We have our fingers on the pulse of pop culture James. as well. I apologize, James. So, oh, do you think that you you that, see know. read into what he just did? He just apologized to James. I'm surprised he didn't call. I'm surprised now? he didn't call him Jim. Yeah. Oh, you know Jim Cameron, uh, because Travis what, in his convoluted brain and world. Thinks he's going to be like at the same table as James Cameron in a matter of months. That's what uh, Rammer does. Bob oh, is that right? Oh, Called Chuck him. Bronson. Yeah, I saw Chuck Bronson. <laughs> what, what are you doing? We're going to get Rammer in here sometime? Yeah, we'll do it sometime. You okay. know what I would love to do with Rammer is we wouldn't even have not talk sports, but if we did movies yeah. and stuff like that with him. I would him, love that. He would love it. How about him that. versus Travis Clint Eastwood films and discussion? Oh, God. That'd be great. That would turn into a fight. That'd, That'd be would. really That'd good. Work. No, it might get physical. I like that. <laughs> you have to realize, one reason Rammer and I get along is we both realize we have hillbilly blood. Ah. And <laughs> I, you know, I like it that. Also I like that about to, you. Oh, like, good. even between him and I, it leads to confrontation. Yeah. I, I will say this about Rammer's a loyal guy. Like, Rammer's, Rammer is loyal to his guys. And that's what I, I have a ton of respect yes. for. He you know who I'm loyal, loyal to? to? Tommy Bannister oh from Circle Properties. Did Look you know that? Transition. Yes. Why should you work with Tom? Chris, why should I work with this emoji-looking fellow? Well, he strives to make the process of selling your home as easy as possible. He has a full team supporting him in the background. He prides himself on his ability to listen and deliver what his customers want and make sure they're having fun along the way. Contact Tom Bannister. Tom.Bannister at Circa, with the C, none of that S stuff, CircaSTL.com. Text him, call him, 314-393-5386. It's time to buy that new house, or if you're looking to sell as well, Tommy Bannister, Circa Properties, supports us, so you support him. You're on that, you're, you're having a cigarette, aren't you? You're having a cigarette, you're relaxed. You saw Endgame and you're just but here's done the thing. for the weekend. No, I'm not done for the weekend because we have the I'm probably going to see it again. But we also have Battle of Winterfell in oh, two days. No. Oh no! So this is an emotional weekend. I'm not going to lie. I have a there's a it's lot. A brother is going to have. I'm going to have to slow down because I am going to have a breakdown emotionally because there's so much going on presently in my life. 
obviously having to overcome. Oh, is there? Having to overcome Endgame. Oh, my God. Boy. That was a lot. And then this upcoming Sunday, perhaps one of the greatest battles ever put on film, the Battle of Winterfell, as our heroes take on the scary White Walkers. Why they gotta the be Night white? King. This could be. A Do you think very, this is gonna be just bloody? This is gonna be an mess. emotional wrecking weekend. Honestly, I don't know if we should do a show on Monday, if we're being totally honest. I don't. I think. I think we should take a day. Is this you preparing us? I'm for, not preparing. Uh, no, I'm mean, New York. I'll be here in New York. I'll be here. Like, yeah, Monday, I said man. I was gonna video in I'm five at, days a week. Uh, at, we're I'll looking at two you. and a half. I look. What's but, Matt Widener doing? But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know, man. Like, because there's a lot gonna happen on Sunday. There's a lot already happened with Endgame, and then here in St. Louis. You you're you're speaking as if like relatives are on the line here. You're Man, genuinely can, speaking emotionally. Can I talk about, about the, you? Go ahead. Go ahead. Let go me ahead. look. There's, Please look over this span of the start of Game of Thrones and this Sunday. I've had probably a total of four serious relationships, <laughs> and none of them brought me as much joy and fulfillment as Game of Thrones. Huh. So excuse me, Chris. If I don't have someone to go home to at the end of the day, all right. Sorry, Gartner. I don't have kitty cats waiting for me. They're gonna wobble against the wall and oh, fall on their see face. My new video I with did it. see it. Did it was see? very yeah, adorable. I did show it was very cute. But when still, when he moves to New York, here. he should purposely feed one pigeon a rat, and he can call it that. That'll, that'll be your pet. Oh, oh, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that Find yourself that. a good part finch then. Oh, relax, everyone. No, I Back mean, to you the want a part it's just, I'm you so might need to stay there, actually. Well, that's another thing, because I'm on the verge of basically spending more money on a place to live than I have in my entire life. And that comes with certain levels of anxiety. Mm-hmm. So, especially, you know, when you podcast for a living. So you understand why I'm a little bit anxious, if you will, nervous, worried right now currently in my life because I am rolling the big dice. Not the little ones, Chris. Not the little small ones you get at the Alton Bell Casino. No, I'm talking about big brass balls dice at the Bellagio. I'm at the table with high rollers and big whales. The Alton Bell? The first Alton Bell reference I think we've ever had. There, there was is. a couple. There, <laughs> it is. I don't know we've why. We talked about Six Flags and the Alton Bell today uh, in the first yeah. hour. Chris said it was going to be a party on Friday. <laughs> yeah. We weren't lying. What but, the hell is like, going But that's on what I'm here. dealing with, man. I'm a, it's high stakes poker, baby. It's like I'm getting in the yeah, ring with McGregor. How many cliches can you fill in I'm going to say I'm like getting in the octagon with McGregor, baby. Two will enter, you, one you will leave. I thought you retired. KTFO? Is that what's going to happen to you? Look, it's like Chris trying to get on the Kato diet. It Kato is going Kalen? to be a Friend struggle. Of the show? Yes, you're like, hey, Kato, pass me the bologna. Yeah, why didn't you ask him about inventing that diet? I didn't want to be, be rude. Do you know how many belt loops I'm down? Oh, Chris, tell us. How many belt loops are you down? A bunch, bro. A bunch? Mm-hmm. That's a real number? Sharing belts with... Uh, Tommy, the intern. Oh, a what? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case. Tommy's essentially easily... the same waist size now. No, Tommy's ninety-seven I pounds. I could actually wear Tommy as a belt. And literally shops at Kids R Us. Tommy, how much you weigh? Love questions off mic. Oh. Those are fun. One ten. One ten. Do Tommy you really? One ten. Yeah. That's like six. One hundred ten pounds. <laughs> Six Chris Edmonds? That's kind of mean, man. <laughs> could have, three would have been appropriately yeah, that mean. That was mean. I apologize. So are you going to be at work on Monday? What? Good question. Yeah. <laughs> when you answer it with what, that's not a good start. Look, 
if because people put in work over the weekend in anticipation that other people will be I here. I will be here on Monday. Yeah, that's kind of how it works, right? We anticipate that Travis will be here. I will okay. be. I will be on the show Monday. Mentally, you'll be out of it, though. I will be participating in the show <laughs> on Monday. You don't know what's going to happen, though, do you? I will be present. So if, you, if you're not a fan, Monday. and this isn't spoiling or anything, Game of Thrones is about to lay waste to, uh, we assume, about to lay waste to a ton of characters. and uh, Characters we like. Not just Travis characters cares that more are, about Game of Thrones characters than he does his co-workers and friends here at Midghost Media. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Gardner? I wouldn't. Gardner? I, I wouldn't. Gardner? I say you guys are even. Can I say you're even? Yeah. I care, fictional made-up characters? Yeah, I care about Arya not Stark even the about as much as I care about Chris. Mm. I'm not showing you any side boob, pal. Is she the one that got banged recently? Take it easy. <laughs> so that's a yes? <laughs> Stacey Static says she's revoking my cool card if I snort one more time. I, I hope she I doesn't see this. I snort quite a bit, too. <sighs> if you're not here on Monday, we're just going to replay that cow video over and over and over. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in. I'm into that. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. That's all. That's all I got. Maybe we'll interview the owner, Mark Ekman, of Gateway Powder Coating. Oh, that could be fun. He's a talented guy. Well, Chris, if he's not providing anything that's fast, durable, or affordable. Well, good news, he is. What? Gateway Powder Coating's here to take care of your wheels. Anything metal, if you can paint it, they can powder coat it. They support us. You support them. Check out gatewaypowdercoat.com for more information. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, last night here in the city of St. Louis, your St. Louis Blues take game one over the Dallas Stars in the second round of the NHL playoffs. Vladimir Tarasenko, a.k.a. the Russian tank. Mm-hmm. Holding it down for Is your St. Louis Blues. Blues. Yeah, he uh, hates that name. Uh, okay, yeah. well, uh, I will call him. I, I, I'm against war. Oh, that's fair. better than your Is that German. better? <laughs> I don't know, man. We heard that German thing, and I was like, I wasn't that far off. I think I just don't know what don't Germans know. sound like. <laughs> you yeah. just do that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Flat the Impaler. How about that? Uh, that works? Still, still again, that's, uh, that's like in 100 years calling somebody like uh, the, the Bin Laden of hockey. Right? I think so. Vlad the Impaler was, he murdered a lot of people. But the Russians yeah. liked him. He impaled people. Didn't the Russians like him? I don't know. I, I don't okay. think he's like a probably Tarasenko a pretty ruthless, a pretty ruthless ruler. Vladimir Tarasenko, aka White Russian. He's not the biggest. He's not the most talked about Vladimir today. So I don't really mm-hmm. care. Very true. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is making it. You see me on the horse with no shirt. That would be dope. Is that all right? That would be dope if he like yeah. came to could a. Could I pass as Russian? You could not. Mm. Blues win three two. Take series one two. You guys excited okay. for? I saw a bunch of people flipping out online because NBC Sports didn't go from the overtime Boston game to the Blues game. People were losing their yeah. And cash. I, I think it depended on your cable provider yeah. and stuff. If you had Maybe? Spectrum, I think if you had Spectrum, you were without it for a while. If you had uh, Rec yeah, TV, you had it. NBC Sports Network. Did have the, I believe, was it the Bruins game that went into overtime? I don't know. I couldn't be sure because I was in any game. But it sounded like the game that was before the Blues went into overtime, thus bleeding into the start time for it to be shown. The game commenced, but you could not watch it anywhere, and a lot of people were upset about this that. Is the kind now, people of- were upset also about the start time, but I'm like, shut up about that. But yeah, the not well, having it available. Start time, it is a terrible start time, but your team's in the playoffs. So which would you prefer? Your team's to be in the playoff or are you crying about start times? 
If this was in-game, moving their start time around, he would care. No, but, I'm saying is that it ha you know why it, the start time is, because there isn't a ton of networks that are broadcasting NHL playoff games. Let's be honest. So because you only have one exclusive network, you're going to run into that situation. So blame NHL the set that up. So blame, blame the league. league. You can yeah. blame the league. That's yeah, fine. Okay. But also be so happy. So I can still bitch about it, though. Oh, certainly. I would just say keep your bitching to a minimum because your team's you're in the playoffs. You're a trash playoff. league. You're a garbage league. Oh, gosh. Okay. Ooh. How about that? That's fair. Uh, we've been good about not crutching on sports in the reimagined We Are Live. But, well, uh, this kind of story, he's not really analyzing the game itself. That no. he didn't see, obviously. Exactly. But I wanted He's to talking about TV with the I agree. Yeah. I so agree. That's right up And then, of course, I was going to circle I, back to what it did for, I imagine, the local bars in the area. Didn't help the comedy show last night. That's <laughs> for sure. Oh, really? <laughs> Shout out to Stefan and uh, Brandon and uh, Matt Barnes for doing some time for a <clears throat> sparse crowd. Changed up the time frame. We'll be back full force next week as long as the NHL doesn't uh, lampoon us. Um, the NFL draft was last night, and boy, did I not care. But then I paid attention because our boy Drew Locke from Mizzou did not get drafted. Didn't get drafted in the first round. I don't. I, I'm apathetic towards the NFL a little bit, uh, a lot of bit compared to what I used to be. But I still keep an eye on certain things. I don't know if it's because I, I we don't have a team, and I'm, 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 in fact, I know it's mm -hmm. a large reason why. But looking at the players that were drafted last night, and I watch a fair amount of college football. It, I haven't given up my love for college football, and I still love the NFL. I love the game. Mm -hmm. the, everything else around it makes me want to right. my pants. But Oh, it, that, uh, that's never been right. Football is, so, but is even, so fun to watch. But even watching a lot of college football, I did not recognize a vast majority of those players selected. So not only have I lost touch with the draft, I've kind of lost touch with personnel as well. I, I don't hmm. know a lot of these kids. I don't. I used to yeah, be it's a guy. Because we were looking for you to make personnel decisions mm -hmm. and break it down. I mean, that's what I used to do back in the day when I was on Sports Talk Radio. That's all we are live was, man. Uh -huh. We would go to the draft. We would go to the Super Bowl. We would interview the football guys. We would the football we, guys. We would do mm. the X's and O's, and I'd be like, "Oh shoot, deep pass. Oh no, hail mary on the kickoff." And it was a lot of <laughs> hail okay. mary on the kickoff. So it okay. was interesting, but it was interesting to it was disappointing to see Drew Locke not taken. The Giants took a guy from oh, Duke with yeah. four thousand Twitter followers. That's the most insulting thing to you. And he still oh, didn't he get just turned it. into Travis over here. But no, he well he I got drafted that's, by that's the what Travis cared about. Yeah, I'm about to say it was because he got drafted by the New York Giants and he saw barely an increase in his Twitter followers. Oh, that bothers hmm. you? That's not bothering, but it just lets me know how. Disgusted Giants fans are at their current selection that, that, at quarterback. That lets you know how good of a player he is. Yes. That's what you got 4,000. Yeah, okay. man, because if right. you got that swag, that's great you're analysis. toting that pill. <laughs> the most important. You the, ain't getting it any kind, of, any kind of analysis anywhere else. Those, uh, the most uh, intriguing thing was you had a guy who was a professional baseball player who made several million dollars, decided to do what looked like to be a crazy decision to go play college football, wins the Heisman. Yep. Mm -hmm decides whenever it's time to go play more professional baseball, he's not going to do that. Jumps into the NFL draft. They say he's too short, this, that, the other, and he's the number one. He's the shortest quarterback ever taken. Blame baseball in the, for that. In the first round. Blame baseball. Blame oh, baseball. baseball blew it. Baseball blew it. But I think, do you think he truly loves football, though? I think he really I does. Think I think he I think truly does love football. Up. And in and the back of his head, he, he probably thinks he can go play some baseball. Well, your number one draft pick in the NFL, you're gonna, you should be able to make, you're, you're going to make some money. You're now, you're not going to make 
what we just saw Mike Trout sign for. But then again, who does? Right. Oh, that, that's the thing with baseball rarity. is the, the lack of injuries and the, right. the ability to play what it you're does nearly to your 40 body. years right. old. Is, exactly. You know. And that, that's, I think, for a lot of people was the big issue. Who, speaking of an individual oh, that certainly damn. is finding right out a way first. if he can play to he's 40 years old because mm. he will always collect an NFL check. The finessed god, Sam Bradford. I think he's what? Made over $180 million in oh, salary? Yeah. Well, that's what Benfred put out a tweet last night. Surprised Mizzou's Drew Locke was not taken in the first round, but perspective always wise. Perspective always wise on a night like tonight. Uh, Drew Brees was drafted in the second round. Russell Wilson was drafted in the third. Tom yep. Brady, the sixth. Careers yeah. aren't made on draft night. And I simply pointed out Sam Bradford's career was made on draft night. <laughs> and that was the extent that, of that it, right? Boy, he wrote that. So hot. some are, actually. Yeah. So, but uh, I think, uh, to Ben Fred's point, I don't think there's anything Drew Locke should hang his head about. That draft last night, and again, I didn't watch it every minute of it, but just reading the updates and the recap, that was a very bizarre, weird draft. Like, just the moves that were made that were just a little bit, a lot of teams... Out of left field, a lot of reaches. No, really? Uh, I think the only exciting thing about the draft was that it was held in Nashville, and apparently there's a story online about bachelorette parties in Nashville being pissed <laughs> off because they had no clue. I was going to make a draft, bachelorette party joke. But it was a serious news story yeah. oh, about bachelorette gonna, parties this weekend. Uh, you know, they I had their festivities. It was, it, was, it, it was really awesome that the NFL had bachelorette parties in the front row uh -oh. of the draft. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, they're, they're going to have to yeah. because, and Com I don't know, comics <laughs> everywhere are like, how's it feel? <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you crazy. don't like it, right? Uh huh. Yeah, somebody somebody oh, interrupting your oh, fun? They're filling seats, aren't they? Oh, they buy drinks. This is fun. Yeah. But yeah, that's what happened. I don't, I don't know Nashville too well, so I don't know the geography, but it looks like it's in downtown Nashville. And the way that it's set up, it's like they blocked off a major street. So it looks like if they had blocked off, say, oh, I guess man. maybe Manchester Wait, no. or Washington Avenue, or I guess you could say, yeah, I guess that would be the equivalent. They probably, if they had the draft in St. Louis, they'd probably be at Ballpark Village. But but it was a really neat setup, and I think that was the only cool thing because it started raining. Mm -hmm. A torrential downpour in the middle. So it's like you have these fans going nuts. They're drunk. They're football fans from all across the country celebrating all their teams in a torrential downpour booing Roger Goodell. You could bring it to St. Louis, put it in Forest Park, replace Lufest. Yeah. <laughs> the, the black sheep. We just boo everybody because we're just so disenfranchised by the NFL. The black sheep. Says, the black sheep says there's never been so many penis straws at an NFL draft. <laughs> oh. Why Eat this penis Jolly Rancher. Uh, this is, this penis is, gummy bear. Can, he, can, can my friend take a picture with you? It's part of her scavenger hunt. She's got to take a picture with a tall black man. Can we do that now? Uh, Ma'am, uh, that says N-word on your thing. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. My, my, my fiancé's a cop. <laughs> Oh, what a time to tell you about our brand new sponsor, STL Pet Ones. They are food delivery. Service. They've been dropping food off here. They gave us this giant bag of amazing treats. We had Barb te uh, tested out this week when she filled in with Carly. Uh, I've got to tell you more about uh, Pet Ones, STL West. But big shout out to Lynette at uh, Pet Ones and... We're really excited to be working with them. That'll do it for the first hour. We're going to take a break. We've got segments. We've got Josh Eaker from Brother Lee coming in in the next hour. Going to have some fun. Hit share, people. Quick break. Go. We'll be right back.